0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today, FM. Roe McDermott, Hot Press Movies Editor, is with us. Roe, it is the weekend. Pretty much everybody involved in Irish film has been building up for for what, months now at this stage it is Oscar night coming up.
1: Yeah, not that I'm not delighted to be here but some Irish journalists are over in LA covering the Oscar you I'm get stuck here. with me. I'm reporting on them. It's a delight. You're as glamorous as any actor,
0: <laughs> Thankfully the cameras aren't turned on. <laughs> We have, this is our biggest ever haul of nominations. Uh, go through just the amount and the categories we're in.
1: Oh God, we have 14 nominations. So we have loads of acting nominations for Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keoghan, Kerry Condon. We have Paul Mescal. We have Best Original Screenplay for Banshees. We have Best Director. We have, of Colin Kuhn is up for Best International Film and we have Best Short Film um, for An Irish Goodbye, which is a Northern Irish film. So they were throwing nominations at our heads. I don't think we're going to win a lot of them, I have to say. I think this year's Oscars has been quite a roller coaster ride. I love Everything, Every Well, All at Once. It was one of my favourite movies. And I said at the start of the year, I love this movie. It's not going to get the award recognition it deserves because I thought it was too quirky, too weird. It also came out very early in the year um, when a lot of the Oscar films, they usually come out a lot later. Um, But it is sweeping all of the awards across the board almost. And so there's something really interesting happening that the awards now could be either really predictable that Everything Everywhere All at Once wins everything um, or it might split because maybe people feel like there's, you know, films like Tar, which is an incredible film that people may feel, well, Everything Everywhere All at Once has won so many awards. Let's not forget Tar and let's give that some awards and give Cate Planchett a word. So it's really up in the air. So I'm finding it quite hard to predict. But some interesting things have happened even in the past few weeks, like Brendan Fraser was, everybody was talking about it like it was like months now
0: he was meant to be the one that was going to be to beat.
1: For The Whale I will say that was before people outside of America had seen The Whale <laughs> I hated The Whale I love Brendan Fraser I think he's also doing a very smart very charming campaign that he's so delightful people are talking about the renaissance that's uh, back he's returning um, I think Colin Farrell deserves it I think Austin Butler might scoop it because I think international audiences are not responding to The Whale it's a really patronising film it's very schlocky it's very melodramatic and I think he puts in a lovely performance but with really poor material. So I think Austin Butler actually might scoop this one in a really surprising surprising way. But he won the BAFTA and it's been interesting that the BAFTAs used to be that they'd reward a lot of Irish actors, a lot of English actors, a lot of international actors and the Oscars always rewarded the Americans. Um, and... So there was usually this big split between whoever won the BAFTA wouldn't win the Oscar. Now, in a lot of categories, that's changing. And the past few winners of the Best Actor at BAFTA have gone on to win the Oscar. I think that might happen here. I'd be surprised. I, I still think Colin deserves it more. I,
0: I, know, I know we have to put on the green jersey for that, but I thought Elvis was a fantastic movie. And I thought yeah. Austin Butler, the sound was just incredible.
1: It was incredible. I will say I just... I think Colin Farrell's performance is so beautiful. I don't think Banshees, in terms of the actors, have put up a great fight in terms of campaigning. And unfortunately, particularly with American Academy members, that really matters. There's been almost no love for Brendan Gleason. And like, I don't think it's his year, but nobody is kind of even talking about how beautiful a performance is. And that makes me a bit sad. But I think what's going to happen is uh, best supporting an actress. There's currently a really interesting fight happening now between Jamie Lee Curtis and Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, so beloved. And in the States. Um, this is for the woman king. Um, a really, really beautiful performance. A lot of grief and resilience and strength. However, it's a Marvel spin-off. So they often don't get a lot of Academy love. Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All Once, which is currently the favourite for nearly everything. She's also just such a joy to watch whenever she wins something. So I think the love for her might get her in. Best supporting an actor. There's no competition here. It's going to be Kei Hee Kwan, who is is such a gorgeous performer and everything everywhere all at once but also the speeches he has given as he's won every other award have been so gorgeous and i think that feeds into something that the academy members always take into account when they're voting is what kind of oscars do we want to have and who do we want to reward and i think there's been so much conversation about everything everywhere all at once rewarding really original cinema it's originally, it's uh, rewarding asian american actors uh so michelle hio is obviously up there for best actress as well it's uh, uh, rewarding older actors or actors who have hadn't had a big career break. So Keiki Kwan, absolutely going to get it. Best actress up in the air, Kate Blanchett versus Michelle Yeoh. I think Kate Blanchett might deserve it a little bit more, but Michelle, I loved her performance her, I Thought it was stunning, but Michelle Yeoh might get it because again, everyone loves her performance. It's so multifaceted. She's given really, really beautiful speeches. So I think the only one we really have a decent shot at is best original screenplay. Let's, yeah, for let's Banshees. just actually
0: let's just focus on some of the bigger ones there. So best yeah. picture, best screenplay, and best director. So best picture. Banshee's of finisher and what realistic chance does it have because that's the category that everyone wants to win and it Mm. will be the one that will put Ireland on the map for film
1: (laughs) It would. We don't have a chance in hell. It's going to be everything everywhere all op-
0: at once. No, but let's go through some of the options here Best Picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, mm-hmm. Avatar, Wave to Water, Banshees, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fableman's Tar, Top Gun Maverick. I actually love that movie. Uh, Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking.
1: I will say if Top Gun doesn't get Best Editing or Best Cinematography, I'm going to be very annoyed. It's going to be everything everywhere all at once. And I think if you look at the Best Picture winners for the past few years, it's reflected a more diverse academy and it's reflected 21st century winners. So we've had Coda, we've had Moonlight, we've had Parasite. They're diverse films, they're original, they're unexpected and so I think they're going to reward everything everyone wants like that. What
0: about, and I've seen a few people commenting online, like and you talk about, okay, a more diverse Academy membership Mm. but also it's America, they love honouring their own what about Steven Spielberg The Fablemans I mean this would be I know he said I've got plenty more movies in me but mm-hmm. what a way to say look congratulations
1: I Steven Spielberg on your has own a, life story Yeah he has a really interesting relationship with the Academy because he's obviously the most commercially successful winner that they've ever had but he often doesn't get rewarded in the way that is expected I will say I really enjoyed The Fablemans I thought it was beautiful it is very predictable as a movie it's a biopic essentially about himself it's a family drama I think it is much more nuanced and complex and emotional than even I was expecting going into it I love it I whenever anyone brings it up I say that's a really good film I never think of it it never comes into my mind in a, in a way Banshees of Inisherin does in the way Tara does complete, like Tara dominated my brain for a few weeks in the way that everything everywhere, everyone once is it feels incredibly safe and I think if it was five years ago Absolutely, he would be in a better chance. I just think there's more interesting original offerings out there.
0: Also, we have to remember all quiet on the Western Western Front, which has done extraordinarily well at cross mm. award ceremonies.
1: There, I know it's. <laughs> It's up against Uncalling Queen and I yeah. know it's hard to admit is I think the bookies are all saying so that's the in best
0: international so we better best international
1: best film. film I think the bookies are saying All Quiet on the Western Front is going to walk away with this one I think Uncalling Kuhn has just completely gone above and beyond what everyone not what everyone thought it deserved I think it deserved all of the accolades but what everyone expected we didn't expect international audiences to maybe respond to it in such an enthusiastic way and they absolutely have it even it won at the oft it won at the iftas versus Belfast. Um, so it could ride this wave of really warm enthusiasm for it and again maybe it feels more unexpected because it's so personal it's so intimate I would hope it would win I don't think because it
0: Because if you look at, as I said if you look at the, the favorite, which is all quiet on the Western front that has had its moment of glory in the past mm. as well so maybe it is time for something slightly different
1: Yeah and I would hope so and I think what people are responding to in On Colleen Cune are these universal themes are the intimacy of it are the unexpected nature of it even the kind of timeless quality it's set in 1981 but it kind of could take place any time in the past century and I think people are really really loving it the performances are beautiful in it and I am genuinely just so excited for the cast and crew who are getting to go over and I think just everybody is so th- enthusiastic and delighted and humble and glorious and I just I hope they have the best weekend of their lives
0: Best director and again Martin McDonough and she's is he
1: I think it's going to be a tough one. I think the Quans are, the Daniels are going to walk away with it for everything, everywhere all at once. But I think it's interesting because best director doesn't automatically always go with best picture. There's often a split. I will say I'm still absolutely disgusted that Sarah Polly wasn't nominated for Women Talking, which has been so underserved this award season and the conversations haven't been there for a film that is truly stunning and wrenching I think it possibly came out a little bit too late to be in contention for a lot of these things Um, Spielberg could potentially get Best Director I think it's an outside chance um, but I think Todd Field isn't really being mentioned and I think he deserves it if the Daniels didn't get it I would give it to Todd Field I think any other year Tar would have been the film. I think even people who hate it, it got under their skin because it is complex and nuanced and original. Kate Blanchett's performance is just stunning. I think it's kind of interesting that maybe Todd Field isn't campaigning in the way that the Daniels are, in the way that Everything Everywhere all at once is sweeping up all these awards. And then Spielberg, of course, is this legacy in Hollywood and it's his personal film. So I think it might come between those two directors. But I think, honestly, I, w- I would be very happy if Todd Field got it for Tar. So
0: our best chance then is best original screenplay and that of course so. would be Banshees of Inisherin. and it's up again could they split down all of these awards like if somebody walks away with every, an award on the night you could have Everything Everywhere all at once win best film somebody else wins best director can it go that way or are we in for somebody who's going to clear up on the night
1: no I think that's what's really interesting I think because perhaps Everything Everywhere all at once has won so many awards in the lead up people might be inclined to go actually but you remember this one let's make sure this gets something this award season and that does happen we've seen it with Moonlight and La La Land, for example, where kind of La La Land swept the boards. And then when it came to Best Picture on the night, it was Moonlight. They didn't do it right the first time and there was that terrible mix up. Um, But yeah, I think it's going to, this is why it's a really tricky one to call. A lot of years I'm like, this is going to be a really predictable Oscars or this is going to be a split. This could literally go either way. Regardless
0: Uh, of it, it's been an incredible year for Irish film.
1: 14 nominations, like genuinely I think everybody should just be so proud and so happy and I think it's incredible that younger actors like Barry Keoghan and Paul Mescal, in particular are being recognised. The fact that Colin Keoghan is such a quiet, beautiful film is being recognised alongside a war epic like All Quiet on the Western Front. It's not that this is a surprise. I think it's that we don't expect to get the recognition that we deserve and it finally feels like it's happening. And you know what? It's happening to the best people. Brendan Gleeson, Carl, Colin Farrell, Kerry Condon, Paul Meskel, Barry Keoghan. They're all such gorgeous, unassuming, humble people who are so charming. If they win, I am going to absolutely lose my mind with delight.
0: <laughs> Ro McDermott, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today is-